listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 30th of September. It is the end of the month where the share market fell 2.7% over the last 30 days, or for the month of September anyway. And that's because there was really a wall of worry as the guys over at Comsec put in a broken note recently. The likes of COVID, the US government shutdown, rising oil prices, and the threat of inflationary concerns and prospectively higher interest rates. But developments out of China today helped to propel the Australian share market to its best one-day gain so far this year. The S&P ASX 200 up 1.9%. For more, I spoke earlier with Alex Bakoulis from Harper Bernays. Ricardo, look, I think the first thing to look at is the bounce is pretty broad-based, so it's really just a risk-on narrative across the market. You know, you've got the major banks up in Australia around 2%. You're also seeing the miners quite strong, Rio up 3 BHP a bit less. The key story in the market in the last week or so has been Evergrande in China and the bankruptcy there and the development now, and and you see this when markets go through periods of stress, the development is um, policymakers are coming in to support the market in China. The banks have been told to support the property market and the PBOC has added 800 billion of yuan liquidity uh, to the market and that's seeing some respite from the weakness we've seen recently. Not only that, though, the US is likely to taper soon. There are still those worries about China, although they are abating now, as you mentioned. What's the outlook for the market? Look, we're quite positive on the on the medium term outlook for the market still. I mean, tapering is something that the market talks a huge amount about. But let's not forget that in 2013, when we initially had a taper tantrum around tapering coming out of uh, the GFC, the, the market in the US went on to post 30% that calendar year, one of the, the best year I think it was in the decade. So I don't think tapering actually has big consequences for equity markets. And in fact, um, you know, let's just remember the backdrop here of what central banks are trying to create. Central banks want higher inflation. They want a stronger economy. And they're only going to be tapering if they see um, that the economy is, is reaching what I like to call escape velocity. And that means it doesn't need the support of the boosters anymore, QE, and it can pull that back because the economy's running on its own feet. So I don't think it's something to be concerned about for the outlook, uh, the broader outlook for equity markets. And, and we think valuations in the context of global interest rate environment that's still going to stay low, notwithstanding tapering, um, valuations for equities look reasonably attractive. Can we focus a bit on uh, resources right now? The final budget outcome came out today. The Department of Industry is forecasting record resources and energy exports next year of around $349 billion, but iron ore is likely to decline. So how much pressure do you think this will put on the budget's future, bottom line? While iron ore exports are forecast to decline by $20 billion from 153 down to $132 billion, that's more than being offset by a big increase in LNG exports, $30 billion um, the year just gone to $56 billion in the year to June 2022. That's being driven by higher oil prices that are already um, present in the market today and the tightness that you're seeing in global gas markets. And then on top of that, we've got increases in coal, both thermal and metallurgical coal exports being driven again by higher prices in the coal market at the moment. Okay, so what do you think this all means for resources sector as an investment at the moment as we move to a more um, ESG-focused world. 
So, so I think there are a couple of things to think about on that, Ricardo. The first one is clearly with China being such a huge proportion of resources demand, the backdrop for Chinese growth is the most important thing for resource investments going forward. And the backdrop for that demand is challenged. So while we've got the PBOC um, telling the banks to support the property market in China, the broader um, uh, the broader direction of the Chinese economy is for it to be slowing. The reason Evergrande has come under the pressure that it's under at the moment is off the back of two years of tightening financial conditions in China to slow the property market down. They're not reversing on that. They're just trying to provide some short-term support against collapse. So the broader outlook for China uh, growth is for it to slow. And I think there is a medium-term impact there on investments in the resource space. To your second point around ESG, I think there's there's a there's a near-term impact and a longer-term impact. Um, what happens with a move to a, a you know a greener world is you see big transition issues happening in commodities, and you saw it in electricity prices a year or so ago in Australia, where as we shut down coal-fired power plants, electricity prices spiked. Subsequent to that, they've collapsed because of huge growth in um, in solar power. So I think you, you're going to see some of these same transition effects happening across various commodities that can create short-term spikes. I think the thing for investors to focus on is what's the longer-term impact here of this move to a greener world? It might be positive for copper um, due to electrification demand, but negative for some other commodities like coal, which at the moment is seeing a price spike. But I think from a longer-term perspective, you've got to be pretty cautious. That's Alex Pakoulis there from Harper's Benet. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music